What happens when you bring together two unconventional and experienced entrepreneurs that own competing agencies? They decide to challenge convention with creative collaboration. Join Veronica and Jillian to discover how two business owners that target the same audience created a podcast together. In each episode, they explore new ideas on how to collaborate offer practical and actionable advice on expanding business, and have a transparent conversation about entrepreneurship. This is Creative Collaboration, Conversations with Veronica and Jillian. Hello, and welcome to Episode 8 of Creative Collaboration, Conversations with Veronica and Jillian. And I'm Jillian, and this is my friend. I'm going to call you my friend today. (laughs) My friend Veronica. (laughs) Thank you for this title. Hello everyone. Hi Jillian. And uh, happy to record our eighth episode. And um, today actually we're going to talk about, I want to say a new topic, but it's not a new topic because it's, it's here for some time, but still I feel it's relatively new because they're so no one, I, I haven't met someone that is an expert yet in this topic. So uh, w- definitely we are not any guesses? in the topic. Any guesses? <laughs> yeah, any guesses? What are we talking exactly. about today? Yeah, so, a very timely if, topic. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't guessed yet, yes, we're going to talk about AI. And um, I don't know about you, Gillian, but I hear right and left uh, discussions about mm. AI, creating content with AI, social mm. media, mm. everything around mm. it. And Let's be mm-hmm. honest, it's a, a fantastic tool. And um, I have an amazing friend. She's she's um, a CTO of her own company and she's launching a new service around AI. And she, I see amazing opportunities. However, what's that impact on our businesses? How can a small agency like mine or bigger agency like yours can use AI? How that helps our clients? And today's top, today's episode will be about exchanging ideas and thoughts about it so Mm, big disclaimer mm. by no way we are experts in it but definitely I feel it's something we should touch upon yeah absolutely um yes I want to jump into that quickly so but before I do I just want to ask quickly how are you you good everything okay any updates any like new secret you know things going on you want to share anything you know discoveries anything I have to say this week was so busy work-wise that Mm. no time for fun so much Mm. but maybe this will be will be uh maybe it's not necessarily something that I'm sharing but more as an advice because what I'm realizing the busier the busier I'm getting in my in my work life as, as an entrepreneur it's it's harder to to take time off so maybe i'm mm. going to use this opportunity as as a reminder for all of our entrepreneurs out there especially the solopreneurs or the freelancers um that are working mm. themselves or have a small company or they are in the early stages when you know everything is so overwhelming sometimes mm. entrepreneurship is actually in my perspective a lifetime so i think i'm going to use this chance to get mm. To, to remind them it's so important to take some time off like don't mm. work until the middle of the night or just take take 
steps, take, take, take breaks and do something that you like. Think like what I do, I'm walking my dog and that's a perfect time to not think about business and just relax and just look what is happening in my neighborhood or mm-hmm. uh, jump into the car. And I love driving, just go somewhere and, and enjoy mm. a couple of hours in nature. So mm-hmm. um, I think that will be an advice. Just make sure mm. you incorporate daily, not weekly, daily, some, some time mm. where you're not... You're, you're thinking about you and what you need in order to be able mm. to actually perform in your business. Yeah, how, that's a really, how, it's a, such a huge one. Yeah, yeah. How about you? What happened this week? Yeah, I'm actually going to follow your lead and share um, just a, I guess, perspective um, that's applicable to me and perhaps somebody else. Um, it's this, and I think t- it's relevant for this topic is to, you know, to start with where, where you're at and move forward accordingly and to not wait for perfection. So episode five, <laughs> we talked about starting now versus waiting for kind of perfection. And so I feel like that's very relevant. Um, and especially with our topic about AI, I think that, and I think your kind of intro mm-hmm. into it is so spot on because there are a lot of us that maybe don't identify as tech experts um, it can feel like intimidated that there's all this, you know, chat, this nice little pun, chat about <laughs> AI and all these things that you can do. And it can feel like very overwhelming or it can feel yeah intimidating or feel like a million miles away. Um, yeah. And so I think kind of one way to approach it is to just um, like acknowledge those things, but still take a step forward um, with where you're at, because we can all learn. Um, and that's really what we're all doing. This is, I mean, this is the best time for it. It's like, um, like you were saying there, you know, there aren't a whole lot of AI experts out there. I happen to know some. Um, so I feel like um, fortunate to have access to some really amazing resources, which we'll share about, I'll share a bit about today. Um, but yeah, I mean, most of us are not. So it's a great time for all of us to to kind of dip our toes in the water and at least familiarize ourselves a little bit. Um, so I would say, yeah, AI is an incredibly powerful tool. Um, it can really help streamline uh, workflows um, and help to help us to be able to better allocate time um, yeah. so that we as human beings are spending time that is um, more applicable for human beings um, than code. <laughs> Um, things like, you know, building relationships um, and maybe creating strategy, et cetera. Um, so kind of higher value tasks. So I think that there's a lot of opportunity, but I think that to me is our biggest takeaway. I almost feel like that episode over that <laughs> for all of us. I kind um, of, yeah. Really, yeah, to all, for all of us to be open to it and to just explore it a little bit. Um, and so we'll share a couple of resources that might be helpful for folks to do so. Uh, I I, um, I kind of resonate with that because I was thinking, will not be such a long episode. It's not like I think we had a couple of mm. weeks ago one about the marketing and sales that both we really connected with it. Yeah. And we, yeah. we I think we could have spent a full day talking about it. And I do feel yeah. this maybe will be shorter, but you never know. <laughs> mm. We do love to chat, don't we? Yeah, yeah, for but sure. There are, there are different things uh, when it comes to, to AI. And I think... What I really want to put out there is, uh, as you said, there are some experts, but those experts are more on the technical side. So when it comes to marketing and AI, 
it's something really new when everyone is learning. And just think about marketing automation a couple of years ago, that was new. And no, we didn't have any experts mm. and everybody started learning. And now we do have real experts that we know what they are doing. So we are living in such a fast developing technology uh, world now where we do have new things literally coming up overnight. <laughs> yeah. So it's impossible to be up up to date with everything because that means you like what I said before you you stop sleeping and even if you don't sleep yeah. and you are working all the time and studying all the time you still can't be up to date with everything because it's just too mm -hmm. much um, but for me that actually it's a positive thing because that means we are all in the same place so if you have an affinity for it you just need to allocate the time and you can be better than others. But I think it's really important to, to see what you're good at and what do you resonate. And this is what I apply or say in my agency. And this is why I'm not afraid of sending people to other places because I do know that's my niche and what I'm good at, what my agency is good yeah. at. The same as, as in yeah. your case, we are kind of niched. And then you can see, is this something that works for my agency can i apply it can i serve my clients better with that and i think that should be the lens when somebody is interested in getting ai and applying this amazing tool for their businesses how do they want to approach it what's the level uh and in when it comes to ai for the marketing i'm, I'm talking here in terms of marketing uh and we have the uh, the um i have <laughs> i can't remember the name of the most famous one uh the gtpa yeah, uh, the chat GPT. So, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you see, I'm not perfect. So especially when you have that, it's a very good tool when it comes to content, for example. But the key is to know how to send the information, what prompts to yeah. deliver in order to have the good one. And I have terrible yeah. examples with someone getting some content, placing it there, and what came out of it is just, it's it's perfect for having a good laugh <laughs> but mm. not to be published not to not to do anything with it but i have the opposite as well if you provide the right the right prompts you have an amazing piece of content that you can use uh, mm -hmm. but i don't know what you feel what, what i feel is it's soulless so mm. what you need to do to get it and mm. okay so this is my base now how can i make it sound like my company mm. so I had this discussion with other people like can can AI actually replace marketeers? <laughs> what do you think? Um I think it can replace some functions that marketers currently do. Um mm -hmm. so this is one of the reasons I think um especially writers I think you know it's um I liken it to the you know the when digital uh, when digital came out, for all the people that were print designers, a lot of them struggled and resisted, um, but some of them adapted and kind of got on board with digital design um, and graphics, digital graphics, et cetera, and they did really well. So I think right now, probably AI is not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, so I would recommend, especially for marketers or content creators, writers, to look for ways to utilize it to enhance what you already do. Um, and so I actually have a, a group I'm in the process of pulling together, doing what I call an opportunity circle of a, a group of copywriters um, who have, they're either freelance or have their own companies, bringing them together to have a kind of open and candid conversation about things like AI 
and how they're bringing AI into their offerings. Are they using this tool? Or are they not? So they can share because this, this idea of co you know collaborating with competitors for them to be able to share and have conversations and kind of learn from each other um, about you know things like you know how to how to utilize AI. Um, but anyway, so I kind of digress for a moment. Uh, no, but actually, I do like that because a lot of the so, as you know, as you, I do collaborate with several copywriters, and the majority are actually using AI as well. Mm, and I mm -hmm. do think it's is an amazing function as long as you are as said, just let them do let the AI to do the groundwork, and then you come mm -hmm. and work on top of that. And mm -hmm. I did see um, content created by AI, and. It doesn't really, for example, you can create an entire social media campaign for for with AI right. for different campaigns, right. right? So you have that, but once looking over the content delivered, you realize, wait, this is not the company language. I do need to adapt a couple of words. I need to make it sound, it's not a robot, but actually it's, it's a mm. person, a human behind that. Mm -hmm. And I think long-term, this is what will make the difference between copy written by AI and not adapted to the brand identity, uh, the goals and what is yeah. happening in that particular campaign. And that will, will be the difference between like a company that actually stands by their, their brand identity and company that just wants to have things done. See, I, I think, I think I see it differently because I think um, some AI tools are already there and already advancing rapidly to be able to kind of nail the brand voice um, and that I mean the fact that we even have AI and how quickly things are coming out it's you know the open source nature of it etc so I, I know that I think that will be absorbed by AI as well um, therefore I feel like the the opportunity that opens up and I feel like the the place for companies to kind of win um, is to, to kind of reallocate that time to focus on really digging into the stakeholders um, to learn more intimately what it is that they need, what it is they're looking for, and to be able to utilize that information to give even more targeted prompts um, to help create even more fine-tuned content. Um, so I think that's really where the opportunity is. So the companies, because it's, it's I mean, you can't, um, yeah. So I think it's the opportunity to do, to really do what no machine can actually do, which is to truly connect with a human to human and to be able to get, uh, you know, firsthand insights, feedback, um, et cetera. I, I, I think I am, you misunderstood me, but I, I agree with what you said. So mm. definitely use AI, get that. But I do feel you do need to revisit everything uh, from the brand perspective, just to make sure it's, it's in line. So mm. definitely get the prompts, get the, the, the content, help your business by using AI. But mm. I don't feel, I feel you still need an editor to go over. The advantage mm. is instead of spending 10 hours, let's say, for creating something, yeah. we spend probably one hour. That's a big difference. But I yeah. still feel you, you need a human perspective a human yeah. quality tag, let's say. Filter. Yeah. yeah. Or a filter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like, so it reminds me, um, so I don't know if you know Anne, uh, Anne Hanley from Marketing Profs. Um, she's, I would say, one of the best marketers, period. 
um, is an exceptional writer, is very well known, is um, has tremendous integrity, is brilliant and super accomplished. She's an incredible newsletter called Anarchy and I could go on and on. But a few months back, she wrote a post on LinkedIn about um, about writing typewriters and AI. And it was so excellent, um, especially coming from her because she's so highly regarded. Um, but it was interesting because my takeaway from her kind of synopsis of what's going on with AI in terms of the influence on content creation was about relationships and how now, because this tool is at play, it's, you know, our relationship with our audience and with ourselves as writers is more important perhaps than ever. Um, yeah, and I do agree with that. So, yeah. And she talked about one of, her, one of the great quotes was, um, you can't, you can't prompt your way to trust, right? So you can use, and you can't shortcut relationships. Those are two quotes no, from her yeah. article, um, but that's it. So you can prompt things, but that doesn't take the place of building actual relationships. Um, so I really appreciate that. Uh, but it is incredibly powerful. And the way AI is now being plugged into, you know, other tools and other existing tools that we already use, um, you know, et cetera. So I think there's, uh, you know, a lot of opportunity. I agree. I agree. Definitely. It's, it's, it's a huge opportunity out there. Um, and one is not replacing the other, but we mm. are in, you know, as, as you said, like when digital came, different jobs had to adapt. Yep. When COVID came, the way we conducted business had to adapt. So we are in constant change. And I think the difference, what will make the difference is how us as marketeers or companies adapt to that change and incorporate everything. So would that yeah. be resistance? And we say, no, we're not going to use that. We are better than AI. Or we say, hey, that's a powerful tool and these are the mm -hmm. benefits, but these are also the downsides. So let's see yeah. how do adapt, how do we adapt it? And mm -hmm. um, I don't know if uh, actually it's a couple of years ago was um, a lot of jobs are not going to exist in a couple of years because of technology. Yeah. yeah and yeah. It's, it's everyone is scared about it. And of course, I'm, I'm looking also at my mom, how she does different things and how she's mm -hmm. scared of doing different things but slowly slowly adapting so I do see this generational gap but I think that the main difference is and it's funny because we are talking about technology but actually the difference is our mindset as humans how do we perceive it and how do we adapt yeah. to it and how do we incorporate it and yeah. um, it's it's how do you run your business so even if you're talking yes. about a piece of technologies how do you want to take it and how do you want to adapt it in your own benefit instead of being scared of it and goes back yeah. to our values is that scarcity of abundance are we are, are we afraid of losing things because of it or are we just embracing it and creating something better yeah absolutely so i see that through the lens of leadership and kind of change management and i feel like those are yeah most everything can be traced back to to leadership um, and the change management piece is so uh, paramount in terms of leadership and how well an organization is prepared and how well leadership is prepared to adapt to changes, um, whether it be climate situation, political situation, or technology. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's very relevant. Um, but I have a couple of tools, a couple tools. Can I share? 
Yes, please. Let me open my, let my me tool see. bag. All right. <laughs> so just to reframe, so neither of us are experts, but I have been enjoying playing around with a couple of tools. Um, so I'm just going to share them in case folks have not yet tried these. And maybe this is a good, um, simple place to kind of get started. So the first is Fireflies. Uh, oh, so yes. Fireflies is an excellent tool that we're actually using for this podcast. Um, but it works with like Zoom, it works with Google Meet, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll just call it like a plugin, basically. It's very simple and there's, there's a free version of it um, that allows you, it does things that for me, what I love about it, let me say it like this, is it will record a, for example, a Zoom meeting. It'll provide the transcription, which is amazing. Uh, and it's almost real time. Uh, and again, like I said, for free. And it also has uh, this recap feature, which is incredible. So I have, you know, it's hugely valuable to me when I have sometimes very dense meetings um, with like very specific content, um, specific terminology for certain industries. Um, and after the fact, it's like, wow, how to recap? What was that about? So getting the AI version of the recap is so helpful. Um, another thing that it's great, it helps to do things like grab all the to-do items and put them into a list. So I love it for all of my Zoom meetings uh, to be able to like, when I'm talking with folks and I'll say, oh, I need to introduce you to X, Y, and Z, or check out this tool, or let me go find that book or whatever it is. It pulls them all into one place. So now I can, I've always taken notes and have agendas for all of my meetings, but now I can actually be present in the conversation and not be sidetracked by having to take notes because the tool does it for me. So um, it's great. And so transcriptions, all of it. I like that. And let me share another one that is basically their competitor. That's the same thing. So depending on your preference, you have the other pilot. So yeah. same thing, same functionalities, plugin, um, yep. You can actually, it was funny because we were using it and we were waiting for a client to come, but because they were two, was a mistake. So we had a Zoom link and we had a Google link. So the client was in the Google link. We were actually, no apologies. It was only the Google link, but being used to Zoom, <laughs> we were in the Zoom and the client was in Google, but the Otley was present there. So she was, and she had the, the, the client had access to Otley for the meetings. So she was responding to us hey i'm here <laughs> because we were asking where is she because he's a function yeah. person <laughs> so yeah you see even misunderstandings like this one what platform are we using for our meeting can be solved because right. of the ai yeah it's a funny story absolutely. Like, yeah that's that a funny story but that's great yeah absolutely so fireflies um so another one good for my second one yeah yeah good all right cool so the next one i have is called dex crm um, and I feel like let's, I want to have another conversation in the future to go like full on into the tool bag. And cause you're talking about restructuring and looking for different mm -hmm. tools to use. So I would love to have that chat, but for today, I'm just going to, excuse me, throw this one out there. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so Dex is a CRM that uses AI, um, for a bunch of things. Um, one of the things that's most useful is like for a conversation starter. Um, on LinkedIn, et cetera. So it'll look at based on the notes that you have um, from previous interactions with the person, it'll create custom text for you, um, AI generated text for you. Because sometimes, oftentimes the hardest part of writing anything, whether it's a blog post, an email or a social media post, 
it's like that blank screen situation yeah. you're like ah how do i get started from. and it's yeah. so much easier to edit than it is to to start you know yeah. to get started so this uh i mean the crm is great for a, a multitude of other things um but really i like this this ai feature of it this so. is a good one i'm gonna i'm gonna look into it i have to say i had no idea about mm. this but thank you yeah <laughs> Yes, I love CRMs and I love things that work that are not bloated and are efficient. And for me, that's, you know, Dex CRM checks all the boxes. Um, but my third one is kind of what you had already talked about is chat GPT. And so this is one that, um, yeah, God, what can I say about this? So we have begun to to test it and use it in different different ways so one way is you know for our podcast helping with show notes etc yeah um, but we've also used it for blog topic um outlines um we've mm -hmm. used it for social media posts um but exactly like you said we use it as like a draft and then we go back in and cut and paste and edit and that kind of thing um, Make it we have yeah. used it yeah, just to help with draft creation so we can spend more time um, fine-tuning um, yeah. and just optimizing. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, we've used it for a bunch of bunch of on that side. Um, I also know people that are using it for their um, resumes and such and optimizing their LinkedIn profiles is really interesting. So there's a lot there within uh, chat GPT. Um, a couple of things I haven't yet done but are on my list and I'm like, to dig into is the image creation. Um, so there's tools like the Wally and Midjourney, etc. Um, I did I use really... that one. Those are very fun to play with. Yes, I did just for fun, just to see what is happening, and, uh, and for my personal use, not for business. Yeah. And it's very, very interesting what you get. And the, like, honestly, my mind will have never went to that direction. So mm. if you want some inspiration or just want to let's see what is happening. Definitely mm. play around. <laughs> which one, which one you use both of them or which one? Do you know? Do you remember? Uh, give me a second. I think it's the midnight. Uh, the mid journey? The journey. I'm trying to find it in my, uh, I'm terrible with names as you, as you right. know. <laughs> yeah, so okay. I, if I don't have my trusted uh, uh, computer <laughs> that promotes me everything, I feel very, mm. very lost. Mm. but okay. you you share and uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, i will make sure to link it in in our uh, in our uh, okay show um, notes show notes thank you <laughs> cool cool um so the next one is also there's a, a newer tool called um magi i believe it's m-a-g-a-i um and this tool is basically built on top of chat gpt is how i'll describe it um, but it allows you to create and edit folders or create and edit images. So like remove backgrounds, like all the stuff that you typically would do, like in Photoshop, you can now do with this tool. Um, so it's not free, but it has really pretty, pretty good edit, uh, image editing features built in, as well as the opportunity to build, to create filters, I'm sorry, folders. Um, so for example, if you're using your account for some business related stuff versus some personal you could separate them or content categories, et cetera, um, as well as to save like different prompts. If there are certain things that you're using repetitively, you can save it to your library. So it has, it's kind of built upon the foundation of 
chat GPT, but making it more useful in, um, yeah, just I would say imp improving user experience of it and the functionality. Um, mm -hmm. So it's pretty interesting. You can use it for those. Um, and then um, and then I have a couple of, shall I keep rolling quickly? I've just got a few just, other people. Just name them and, and we can. Yeah, I found, by the way, the one is Night Cafe. Oh. Ah, interesting. We'll have to add that link for sure. Yes. There's so it's actually one. a I different one. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because you had the night part right. So you said yeah. That, this, yeah. That, that's resonating with close. me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so a couple of other things in terms of this AI piece. Um, so um, Andy Crestadina from Orbit Media has been sharing a lot of content um, around the this AI bit. Um, and specifically, he has uh, a long article, and I think he's doing webinars about how to utilize your your um, Google Analytics for with AI to get really you know targeted ideas about what content to create. So helping with content that. strategy is really interesting. So that's a good resource for that. Um, and then going back to our conversation about AI experts, um, so I would say the the two that I know um, know of and know personally, um, one is Christopher Penn from TrustInsights.ai. Uh, he's a pretty well-known um, keynote speaker and is uh, basically brilliant, um, but he's <laughs> all about tech and AI for marketers. Um, so he has a tremendous amount of content and courses, um, all kinds of things available. So there's a, they have a podcast. So um, Christopher Penn is an excellent resource uh, in his company, Trust Insights. Um, and the other person I know is Kim Reynolds, um, who is, uh, is a, I would say, quite seasoned in all things digital and marketing, um, from websites to paid media to social media, all of the things. Um, and so she's um, very, uh, <clears throat> very adept with AI and actually has a podcast coming out, I think, next week. Um, to go through all the fundamentals of AI and use cases, et cetera, et cetera, and how brands are using AI. Um, and she has an ebook that's free. It's a free download on Amazon. It's called AI Tools Guide for Business Owners and Paid Media Professionals. So I'll include that link. Um, so that's, uh, I would say, pretty high value too, especially for those of us business owners that are trying to figure out where to start um, her yeah. ebook could How be a good, good place. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I any other tools that you have? Do you have any no, other no, tools? No, no, no. I, I just I want... Mean, I, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I just want you to say thank you. It's, um, I, I know we said we need to discuss about this because it's a topic that uh, any yeah. business owner should be aware of and, and, and take into account yeah. and see how to I integrate AI into my business from the strategy perspective, but also more concrete steps. So yeah. I do feel this yeah. episode became, thanks to you, a really useful tool, a, a <laughs> list of tools that you can grab and, and look at and see if they fit you or not as a company. Mm -hmm. So definitely mm -hmm. we're going to make sure to have everything there. And I'm very curious yeah. to know how many of our listeners are actually incorporating already AI or using it. How do they use it? Do they stay to, to that small part where I'm just creating content or checking content or getting prompts as the both of us are doing for a, for a content or are they going a step further? I'm very curious into how can I 
the Google for and plus the AI, how can I actually connect those mm -hmm. to, to get mm -hmm. more insights? For me, that makes mm -hmm. it much more interesting than just creating content because right. that will provide really insightful information about it's like data data driven business content strategy exactly yeah. that that and yeah. that will provide me that that information i find it way more powerful actually and goes a couple of steps further because if i have that information it's easier for me to incorporate it in my strategy and will help me then what type of content and use the the gtpa to to uh chat gtpa to to create more so I think it's, it's not as black and white or as simple. I think mm -hmm. it's quite complex and it's a matter of where are you and how do you use it? And mm -hmm. um, you, you mentioned leadership at the beginning. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's, I think here you, you shouldn't see it as, as a simple uh, person using it, but actually you as as entrepreneurs, we, sh we should see it from the leadership perspective. How is that impacting mm -hmm. my business? How can I integrate mm -hmm. it? Because it's not a matter if, it's happening or if it will be used because that it's already happening so it's a right. matter of how do i incorporate this piece of technology into my business mm -hmm. and what mm -hmm. are the what's the extent of how do i want to use it where where are the, the missing points or where where do i incorporate it with the other in my process with the other yep. tools that i'm using i think that that should be the conversation every business owner should have instead of do I use it or not correct correct yeah it's it's not it's not uh you know it's kind of like the yes and it's like yeah, yeah we need to look into this and see how it can apply to us or at least it's like be able to operate from a place of being at least partially educated or aware and not just being resistant to I don't need that we've never used that it's not applicable Why to they me. Spend We're the not this or, yeah, yeah. It's it's not. So I think it. Yes, to me, it's it's really a, a leadership issue. But um, yeah. But to wrap this up, I, I, I the only other thing I would add is um, because I love tools. If anybody has any <laughs> other tools that they use or discover um, that they enjoy, I'd be really curious to hear what those are, so I can, you know, I'd love to play with them too and have a look, um, including the one that you're using. Um, I'm going so to make we'll sure to include the these. two, yes, <clears throat> the two I mentioned right. in, uh, right. with your list <laughs> and very so, curious. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, to, yeah, to the final, final wrap of this, I just feel like it just occurred to me how funny because I feel like, yeah, when we first met and had our original chat over coffee, we talked about doing a podcast, certainly discussing AI was probably not on either of our radars. And here we are. We no. just completed an episode talking about AI. So you never know what can happen in life. <laughs> and I think that's the beauty of, of uh, just being open, being curious. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think that's also the beauty of, uh, of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, it can be. So, all right. Until next time. Thank you, everyone, Cheers. for listening. Cheers. Right. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Creative Collaboration, Conversations with Veronica and Jillian. We sincerely hope you have gained at least one new idea or perspective that can be applied to your business. If you need a different perspective or want to meet fellow entrepreneurs, join online networking with a spin. All info can be found at spinideas.nl. If you own a business and are looking for tools, resources, and inspiration to achieve equitable and sustainable growth, visit thejilliangroup.com slash better. Until next time.